feels like I've been waiting about 365 days for this day and I still got a week to wait. But you know, that's not that bad. But I'm starting to smell that shit around the corner. I'm starting to get excited. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Turkey Day. Thanksgiving. Spread life. And this brings me to my next point. Hey, bro. This holiday, I'm not putting up with it. I refuse to put up with it. Hey, all you plate police out there, I need you to mind your business. When I'm maneuvering through the line, loading up my plate, indulging in the good food, being a glutton in the good food, I don't need you to make little whack-ass comments along the lines of, oh, my, you going to eat all that? Oh, my, you're hungry, huh? Like, oh, boy, you ain't playing, huh? Hey, bro, just stay in your lane and we ain't going to have no problems. Happy Thanksgiving. Whoa, <laughs> welcome to the Best Friend Weekend, it's your boy Raj Smooth. Wow, it's your boy Los, aka C.A.P. So yeah, man, unfortunately, uh, your boy, uh, your boy, uh, Aldo Nice, your man's Aldo Nice, um, uh. you know, is not originally with us right now, but uh, his, uh, his opinions will be interjected in later. <laughs> um, Believe it. I think this is one of the first pies he missed, huh? I think he, this is his first off day. This is, the and almost two pod. years. Yeah. yeah. Well, Shout out. Shout out Aldo Nice, man. Speaking of what Rumble break, is man. talking about, hey. how you feel about plate police? Say, bro, he's speaking big, big facts. You know what I'm saying? Like me, it depends on like if I, if I, when I go home, you know, sometimes you eat at two or three different places, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to hear none of that negativity about me putting buku turkey and ham and, and dressing and... Uh, the little baked corn daddy and uh, green beans, green. I don't, I don't want to hear nothing about that on my plate, man. Let me rock out. It's, it's, it's a day for me to eat like the inner fat boy that I really am, bro. Let me let live, me dog. let me do me. Yeah, I don't I don't have that I don't have that same feeling that y'all have because I maybe my family is just not as big as y'all. Uh, I've always pretty much had Thanksgiving with a maximum of six people, maximum. Uh, no, you seriously? Yo, oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a big. We don't have. A, I don't have a big family. I got an old family, man. So I don't have a big yeah. family. So most of the time, my mom's still making a lot of food, and uh-huh. it's nice when it all goes to her. Like she wants it all gone. So, yeah. You know, like it's always. And there's no plate police. You know what I mean? Um, like, not granted, my, we don't want to waste no food. Like, so yeah. nobody's wasting food, and but nobody checked me about fixing a big plate, and they know I'm. Oh, they know nah. I'm gonna eat it. In my family, we're not a super huge family. Um, we average about mm, maybe 20 to 25 people on Thanksgiving, somewhere around there. Wow. Uh, I know people who, who got 65, you know, who average a huge, uh, big amount. But Thanksgiving, mostly- 65? Uh, yeah, I know some I know some families got 65 people in them. You know, everybody had to bring, you know, four or five dishes. But uh, we, yeah, you know, we do- imagine having a cook for 65 yeah. people. But most of the time, it's, it's everybody's cooking and bringing the food. You know what I'm saying? When you have a huge family like that. Like, my family, 
Um, I normally I fry turkey, so I normally fry two turkeys, two 20, 25 pound, about 25 pound of better turkeys. Uh, we had one, one ham, you know, maybe a, a little small one, but we had one huge ham. Pause. Um, <laughs> and my my aunt does a, a big gumbo pot of greens. My mama do buku dressing because you know right now used to be, you know how you know how you know tradition get passed down in your family used to be your grandma who make the dressing. And then she get too old or she passed away. Then your mama started making a dressing. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my mother is down to 70 now. So my little cousin and them trying to learn how to, you know, how to make the dressing. Just like my mama. Because we don't want the dressing if we don't take like my mama dressing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like more than my mama biscuits. Don't nobody want that bland ass dressing if you don't know how to make dressing like my mama. So, you know, it's traditions getting passed down. My daddy used to do the turkeys. I do the turkeys now. Uh, but, yeah, we, you know, everybody kind of pitch in and contribute. Um, you know, somebody make the yams, you know what I'm saying? We got, um, some, couple of my other cousins, you know, they, they bring us stuff. So, you know, everybody, you know, pitch in and bring big dishes and, you know, we all come together, you know, in fellowship and just eat till you can't eat no more. And then after you eat, you take a nap and then you pull up, watch football. That's, that's real cool. I never, I have never been a part of a Thanksgiving that was that big. Uh, I actually appreciate my small Thanksgiving because I think, Usually if I'll buy a good alcohol, it'll have something like small batch on it. And I've always been, um, you know, under the impression that small batch is going to taste better. You know, when you're cooking for when you're cooking for 65 people or 25, Mm -hmm. I'm sure your food tastes good. But I'm just saying, you know, you make that just regular Sunday dinner because that's pretty much what Thanksgiving is for us. My mama throw down on Sundays anyway. Yeah. Regular Thanksgiving meal for us is a regular Sunday dinner. Just maybe a couple more dishes. It's, yeah. it's hitting, you know, it's not like you, if you mess up a meal for 65, like that's, that's a big blunder, you know? Yeah. But so, you know, Thanksgiving, you, you bring out, it's like, it's like in a championship game or a playoff game. You don't bring out nobody off the bench for the championship game. You know what I'm saying? For Thanksgiving the, and Christmas, you, you bring the starters out. <laughs> you bring the starters out, you know, but that's why I was saying, you know, my mother had to start showing people how to make the, the, the dressing because, but I mean, she's still making it, but in the future, just in case. They don't mean they making a the dressing for Thanksgiving. Like you practice on days it's not Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe you'll make it for us on a Sunday or something. Everybody like, oh, we want some dressing that you make a small pan just to check it out and see how you do. Or you practice for Thanksgiving, your pan never makes it to the table. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's practice. I remember I fried my first turkey. That turkey was just a turkey that was at my, my parents' house. You know what I'm saying? That wasn't a turkey for Thanksgiving or Christmas. You know, you gotta practice for you, you know, you gotta you gotta put some shots up. Before you get in the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you have a big family. And, I, you know, nobody who going to mess up the food is coming. And then, too, if you mess up the food, that means you got to hurry up and cook some more because you tasted that food before you left the house. And, you know, if you come put that down on the table, you getting clowned. You know what I'm saying? One thing you cannot do is come. No, you can't put down a fucked up meal on the table in front of niggas. Like, Hell you can't no. do that. No. So, I want to <laughs> I wanna ask you, before before we get too far, before we get too far in the, in the, the Thanksgiving talk first... Yeah. I'm not sure. We just talked about this. We all we all live in different places than where we're from, and we all be probably traveling back home or to some you know destination to have uh, Thanksgiving with our family. So let's mm-hmm. wish all of our uh, you know all of our loyal listeners, even even not even even the first time listeners, everybody that's listening to this particular podcast as well, uh, happy Thanksgiving in advance. Uh, For sure. But I do want to ask you, so sticking with food, because that's what Thanksgiving seems like it's all about. It's not about giving uh-huh. thanks um, <laughs> to me. It's about eating. <laughs> Stupid. Um, it's about giving thanks. Don't listen to Raj, man. <laughs> all right. Cool. Uh, that's what Christmas is for for me. But anyway, um, 
what meals, what Thanksgiving dishes can you not be without? You can choose as many as you want, but give me the most important where I cannot miss out on this. My my mo- the most important is turkey. Like I I don't Thanksgiving like Thanksgiving without turkey, man. I just okay. it's, it's a it's a disappointment. It gotta be fried too. I haven't eaten I don't know what turkey out of the oven tastes like. I've eaten smoked turkey. I haven't had baked turkey where you had to put your turkey in the oven, you know, for two days straight and baste it and, and I I don't I just think that's stupid. Um mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, but I've only eaten fried turkey. I have to have turkey. I have to have turkey dressing and corn pudding, bro. Like corn pudding is a staple of my family. You know, even though I'm probably one of the only people I love corn. You know, by the way, but gotta have corn pudding, man. And I, I can really do those two, those three, and greens. Gotta have greens, bro. What type of greens? Everything. Gotta be collard, man. Gotta have collard, collard greens. greens. Gotta have the green okay. with the collar on, man. Like a pit bull. Okay. I want collard right. greens, man. You know what I'm saying? You know, choke chain on them bitches. Mine are so different than yours. I didn't know. I don't know what they eat. North mm-hmm. Louisiana people eat so much different than South Louisiana people. Um, Big facts. But my, I got three. I got three staples, and that's um, rice dressing. Gotta have rice dressing. I have to yeah. have my rice dressing. Gotta yeah. have some kind of baked spaghetti, and. For you know, just I guess tidbit into what's going on. I'm making baked spaghetti this year uh, okay. for our Thanksgiving. It's gonna be raw. It's gonna be off the chain. I already know it. And then mm-hmm. um, I like I gotta have some sort of meat. And turkey is definitely my go-to meat. But have you ever had a such thing as a turkey roll? A turkey roll? A turkey roll? No, I've never eaten a turkey roll before. What 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 does that consist of? It's, so it's a turkey, but you know how a okay. turkey has a caucus, like basically like a little basketball. Yeah, like that's what a turkey is, and it's basketball with legs, right? Um, okay. Well, what you do is is you cut every single bone out. So basically, the turkey is flat. You split it in half. Turkey's flat. You stuff it with whatever, some sort of dressing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's what it's made of, but whatever you want to stuff it with. They got a lady that's famous in the B that's for making them. That's who's making our turkey roll this year. But anyway, and then you roll it. Tie it with the little tie ties, you know, the little ties that can survive in the oven. And you cook it in the oven so it don't have no bones on it. It's the most delicious form of turkey so ba- I've ever basically had. Y'all, y'all eating lunch meat. Y'all basically eating lunch meat. You just don't have the bones. Nah, it's the same turkey you eat and it just don't have the bones. <laughs> okay. I never heard You don't of have before. to go and slice your turkey. Like, you don't have to slice your pieces off of the, off of the car because it's already gone. There's no bones in it. It's not lunch mm. meat. I promise you, don't knock it till you try it. But I mean, I know it. I mean, it's, it's downside. It's probably good. Have you ever heard of a turducken before? I've heard of a turducken. I've I've, I've been to somebody's house and instead of a turkey, they had a turducken. I was like, okay, I like duck meat. You know, whatever. It's cool. Pause. But I was disappointed they didn't have turkey. You know, like <laughs> when you at somebody's well, house for Thanksgiving. Of, huh? Go speaking ahead. of turkey or speaking of meat. <laughs> in a cylindrical form, our uh, our good friend, our one of our beloved, uh, Monique, was caught on stage. Boy, give that one. <laughs> that wasn't no damn Monique. That was Jill Scott. So you trying to say all big women look alike? Well, Monique, Jill Scott, tomato, tomato. So Jill Scott <laughs> was on stage giving the microphone a hand job, blow job combination. Dome, dome. How did you feel no. about that? How did that make I you mean, feel? I mean, me, I've listened to Jill Scott music before, so I wasn't, 
I wasn't surprised. I've been known she's a big freak. No point intended. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I knew that a long time ago. So, I mean, I don't understand why it went viral. I just look, you know, every like most most days I go on my Twitter just look and see what's trending. And that was trending one day. And I was like, what is going on with this Jill Scott? Just, and then, you know, you start seeing the memes of her on the plane and uh, that movie she was in. Ah, I forgot the name. I think it was a Tyler Perry daddy. Why did mm-hmm. I get married or something like that? And, um, you know, but it was like, well, I seen the video of her husband who left her because she was fat and then she got skinny and he wanted her back. Well, uh, anyway, but uh, so I was seeing memes about Jill Scott. I'm like, man, what is going on? And I saw it. I'm thinking she actually giving some real dome. Like, I saw it. Definitely want to see this. I go to Twitter, boom, <laughs> right. on Jill Squat, Jill, Jill Squat, <laughs> Jill Scott, and she's sitting there singing and making false pretenses towards a mic. I'm like, bro, no, I don't want to fucking. I saw so half of te- it. So you telling me you went to like instead of going to Google, you went to Pornhub and typed Jill Scott because you thought it was I mean, real dome. A- after I saw the mic thing, I said this can't be it. So I definitely asked Siri to guide me to Pornhub. And let me see that Jill Scott don't. And right. Siri said, Siri said, we can, I cannot find that information. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I can tell you that Jill Scott, yeah. so it didn't turn me on. I'm, I'm going to be honest because it, it could have been somebody else and it may have turned me on. That's all I'm going to say about that. But um, she looked like, like she know what she's doing. Huh? Oh, she, def- she definitely know what she's doing. And... And just to go ahead and throw this out there, that microphone had that lemon, but yeah. she uh but she know what she doing. Yeah. Um and that's a good thing. I'm not a I don't know I don't know about you, but I'm not a big fan. I mean, I can't say that I'm not a, a, a big fan. I'm not a fan of it, but I'm not a big fan of that <laughs> of that dome. I'd rather just get straight to the straight to that oh. monkey, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, we 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 different that way, brother. Uh I, I absolutely enjoy and am a, a huge fan of getting done. I have absolutely no problems with that. I think that's a, a, a art and a skill that is very appreciated by me and any listeners that are of the female descent. You guys keep working. I've had no problem with that at all. Keep keep uh, keep, <laughs> keep perfecting your craft. Yeah, for sure. Because Jill Scott got it. On. Just got, just got, got yeah, and then too, I was thinking to myself, I hope, because she put the mic in her mouth, I think, at one point, and I was thinking to myself, dang, I wonder how many dudes and or people didn't touch that mic, like, it's kind of, got kind of like, yeah, it's a mic. That's Jill <laughs> Scott, though, bro. Like, she probably brought her own mic. Yeah, but I mean, somebody t- somebody got touching it and grab it and put it up for something. I don't know. I just, I feel like it, it's almost like putting your mouth on a doorknob. Like well, at, off at, at worst, she's building her immune system because you don't know <laughs> how I'm many. Mean, um, you don't know how many. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like on that real mic, on her, on that mic that she used to doing what she was doing. You don't know how many mouths have been on that mic either. So you know, big facts. Either way, it's, it's dirty. You don't know how many mics she giving that neck to. <laughs> speaking of necks, <laughs> speaking of necks. <laughs> The next thing that we're going to talk about, what's your dog name? Neck Daddy, you know what they call it? <laughs> Neck. I don't know what they call that boy, but I, I swear to God. I don't know if y'all saw it out there. Um, That, that picture that's floating around IG, Twitter, all your social media sites of the guy who got arrested. Uh, He was neck deep in charges. Um, 
Uh, it, it looked like he might have swallowed a turkey roll whole, uh, <laughs> sideways. <laughs> I think he might be from the B. What's the lady name? Miss Gladys that got the turkey rolls? <laughs> no, the nigga name is Charles Dion McDowell. That guy. <laughs> what did he get charged for? Negligence. <laughs> <laughs> Negligence. That's funny because there's a whole bunch of memes out there, not, a whole bunch of sayings, and you know people are just doing a play on words on the word neck. What are some of the ones that you have seen that you like? Um, oh, you gave just, me some already, and it's the awesome. yeah. Just, that was those in the text group. Like it was like negligence. You know, it's like uh, you know, wait, shout wait, out wait Trent, huh? Yeah, shout out Good Trick and 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 that boy Rumble. Uh, you know what I'm saying? On to the on to the next one or his next show. <laughs> I just, I swear to God, I still don't believe that's that man real. It's no way your neck is wider than your head. Bro, that's his real neck. You didn't see him. Won't you go Google, like, Roman Harper neck? Like, type that in. Roman Harper neck. They got some dudes. What's your boy? Takeo Spikes neck. Like, these dudes that's, like, into doing these, like, you know, shoulder workouts and, like, really, really working out. Them boys got some big necks. Pause, but that boy neck was no. That dude neck was extreme. Like his the dimensions of his neck was wider than his actual head, man. No, they don't make shirts like, for him. No, he can. He definitely he can't. He definitely it. can't wear a button up. Can't wear a button up. And I, I I feel like he probably could swallow more food at one time than everybody else. You know what I'm saying? I feel like so. you know. Hey, I don't I know if one his esophagus meat. is open like that though. That's me. That's meat. That's all meat. Like if, like you can make if he was a turkey, you can make the roll out of just his neck. <laughs> Definitely, he, he you don't might need be the a rest turducken. of <laughs> <laughs> a turneck. So let me tell you some of the. Uh, let me tell you some of the best memes or, or best uh, comments that was that was kind of posted below <laughs> that picture. So yeah. that that neck tattoo because he got tattoos, right? Said so that neck mm-hmm. tattoo cost six racks. They charge per square foot. <laughs> Somebody said that boy can drink peanut butter. Somebody said this is the best one to me. This is the best one. It said all his shirts are an extra large. <laughs> hey, I heard a funny one. So, they said they said this is what happened when you uh eat a, a Popeye's biscuit with no water. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> said dude said that boy got a chest tattoo on his neck. <laughs> Damn. And then of course the one that like everybody been saying you're up to his neck in charges. That's that. Yeah. They, bro, these are so funny. Like I, I, the internet wins every time, a hundred percent of the, the time. The internet has been undefeated since the internet been out, basically, especially since social media came out. And I, when, when did meme? When did you first start seeing memes? I don't know. I like, wonder. Like, what was the first just, meme? Hmm. That's a good question. What was the first meme you ever saw? That's a good thing. When we post this, when we post this on social media, if somebody listens, maybe maybe I'll I will buy somebody a best friend weekend dad hat. If you can okay. tell me, give me the early, give me something that's gonna be like, oh yeah. The that first was the meme. Not, it don't have to be the first meme. But one it, of the just first. give me something that's like, oh, oh, where I'll be like, okay. That that's that's one of them. I need that. Best friend weekend dad had coming your way. Y'all here? That's a challenge. That's that, that's I the that. old old meme challenge. We got a challenge with the best friend weekend podcast. The old meme challenge. Old get meme your dad hat. Bring back the old, old meme. Throwback meme. I'm trying to think of one. 
a throwback meme. But don't give them away, Los. Let's let let's let the let's let the the listeners. No, I'm, I'm not give it away. I'm just trying to think of one for myself. I just don't. I got a couple in my head, but yeah. Throwback, hey, old old meme challenge. Who got the oldest meme? The old, the most old yeah meme. <laughs> <laughs> the most old yeah meme, huh? The most old yeah meme. Get a turkey roll and a. Uh, <laughs> nah, you get a dad hat. <laughs> Courtesy dad of, uh, uh, a Rice Courtesy of <laughs> A neck daddy. <laughs> well, Los, you know what time it is this year, right? What time is it this year? It's cuddle season. Definitely, it's a cuddle season. It's about that time. It's, it's cuddle also, season. It's trying to cuddle up. It's also a time where it seems like mental health is being brought to the forefront a whole lot. Hey, tell me, it's, it's, tell me about that. It's, it's going crazy. Um, you know, I'm a, everybody know I'm a big fan of Charlemagne the God, and uh, he wrote a book called Shook Ones. Uh, I haven't read it or anything like that, but I think it's a you know. I'm sure it's a, it's a pretty good book. Uh, but, I mean, even before he wrote that book, just it seemed like this whole year and, and kind of beginning of last year, everybody has been really just focusing on mental health. Like everybody like, oh, you know, you know, I'm I, I suffering from anxiety or depression. It just seemed like a conversation that's being had a whole lot more in the black community more than any other community that I, I, I've noticed. You know, well, I think everybody else has been going to therapy and things of that nature, but I feel like black people are just – jumping on that wave just like you know hookahs and uh, all other ways we jump on but i feel like now you know a lot of black people are going to therapy saying you know admitting to their you know to their uh, mental health and, and trying to make sure they up on those things it just seems like a time where you know i guess people are trying to be a lot more healthy you know physically and mentally and the conversation is being had a whole lot more the reason i say this i was in the barbershop uh last weekend Dude was just in there talking about, you know, like, you know, he bipolar and, you know, he got PTSD and he's never been the, you know, never been the, the war or anything like that. And he just didn't know. I mean, he was every bit of, he's probably like 30 years old. Uh, when he got, when he, he was sitting right next to me too. So when he says bipolar, you know, I kind of screwed over a little bit and made sure my, <laughs> made sure I was on guard because you never know, shouted. You know what I'm saying? I got my fire on me. But um, it just seemed like something that, I think we as, as, a, as a culture and a black community are coming out with a lot more. I, I don't know. I guess I'm sure it's a good thing. It has to be a good thing. Um, and I was like asking myself one day, have I, do I suffer from some of this? You know what I mean? I couldn't really, you know, I don't know if I have, I don't, I'm not depressed. You know, I, I guess my question is at what point do you know, or do you have, uh, is it to, or is it something that you go to the doctor and they be like, Hey, oh yeah, this is what's wrong with you. You know what I mean? How do you know you have, how do I know I have like bad anxiety or how do I know I'm depressed? You know what I mean? Without going to be diagnosed. You know what I mean? I guess those are my questions. And then, um, how does that work? Yeah. I, you know, I've never been to the doctor for anything like that. Uh, but I, I think that last year, I don't know if it was around this time, but last year just, Moving to a new place, you know, because I moved mm-hmm. from Louisiana to here in Denver, yeah. um, you know, about a year and a half ago. But whenever I first moved, man, uh, just the anxiety of it was almost like my body was in auto autopilot, you know, like because I moved and I was just uh-huh. like, man, I don't give a care what nobody says about my move. I'm moving. I don't know why yeah. I'm moving. I'm just doing it. Like, it's just like, I'm just moving. And then once I got here, I wanted to be here, but there was just so much on my plate, you know, like just 
you know, I'm, I'm man, I'm over the hill. You know, I'm over 30 yeah. years old now. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not where I want to be career wise. Like I'm, I'm thinking uh-huh. about all of these things. I don't have no girlfriend. Like I'm, all of these things are just coming to my mind. You know, like a year ago, whenever I first moved here, and I had uh-huh. all of this just on my plate. And I'm not saying yeah. that I ever contemplated any type of suicide or anything like that. But like, I just know what anxiety feels like. Uh huh. Um. I, I want to thank I, I think every single friend of mine that was ever there for me because it's not something that like I mean I'm being very vulnerable right now in, yeah. in letting the world know that but mm-hmm. um, I would never I just needed my friends there for support and everybody that's in my life was there and supported yeah. the decisions that I made and the things that I was going through even though they might have not even known known the things that I was going through but uh-huh. I do want to say this I think that this is one of those things you ever heard this you ever heard this saying I'm, I'm it sounds like I'm going totally off off topic but I'm not but you ever heard this saying that um a dog mouth is cleaner than a human mouth yes I have do you believe that I mean Kevin Gates don't, I don't get tired I don't believe so that he said it a lot <laughs> right yeah and then you give me every single Chuck Norris meme but I don't think <laughs> that I don't think that um, a dog's mouth is cleaner than a human's mouth. But here's something. So in my research of like suicide and anxiety during these winter months, uh, Uh these upcoming winter months, I actually found out that research on seasonal effects on suicide rates suggests that prevalence of suicide is greatest during late spring and early summer months. I want to say that I don't necessarily believe that. And I don't know. It may happen in the spring and Uh summer, but I feel like it's triggered in the winter because... There's something called seasonal affective disorder. Um, hmm. So harsh winter increases the prevalence of diseases and, and whatnot. And, uh, and these diseases come about from um, a minimal amount of sunlight. So in mm-hmm. turn, the notion is indicative of a winter season have a general association with suicide rates. Some also believe that holiday cheer amplifies loneliness and hopelessness in people who have lost loved ones or have high expectations of renewed happiness during the holiday season only to be disappointed. So I definitely associate this time, not all the time, but for people that are going through it with mm-hmm. someone that would do something like that. Yeah. I looked into seasonal affective disorder. It's a mood disorder uh-huh. uh, subset in which people who have normal mental health throughout most of the year exhibit depressive symptoms at the same time, most commonly in the winter. So like this yeah. whole notion of like, oh, yeah, well, most people commit suicide in the summer months or like spring months. Uh-huh. I don't know. That just seems like think, one of those you, like... You think you think the beginning or the, the start of it is during the winter months and it just, it spills over or, it, you know... It, uh, it, it, it comes to a, a, a head by the by the end of spring or that time. Right. And I think especially yeah. in in black people, you know, we don't like to get out in inclement weather. Like, it's raining. I'm not going outside. But I remember my white friends, when it's raining, that means it's football time. Like, we're playing football. Hey, it's about to yeah. rain. We're about to play. go play football outside. You coming through? Oh. But yeah, black no. people, when it rain or when it snow or when oh, it's, it's cold, cold, we're not yeah. getting outside. Yeah. So I can see how that would be depressing if it's just yeah. cold season and I don't yeah. want to get outside. I mean, I, I definitely do understand how sometimes, um, sometimes, you know, even me, I let my mind get in my way, you know, you overthink things and stuff like that. So I, I can see, you know, in a, your mind is, I think your mind is the most powerful thing on your body. If that's such a saying, I don't know if it's a saying or not, but I know your mind is, is more powerful than anything. You know, your mind could, could take you different places. And if you, you let yourself, uh, get stuck, in a certain mindset or in a, in a certain 
place and you know your your mind won't let you get out. You know, I know it been times where my I can't I couldn't sleep because my mind just was kept racing, racing. All I gotta do is I gotta do this, I gotta make sure I get this done. Oh, I gotta do this. You know what I'm saying? Um I've been there before. Um, I don't know. I I guess that might be anxiety. I'm not sure. But um, you know, I, I definitely understand, you know, being from Louisiana and moving to Texas when I was seventeen. Uh, that some of my parents came, dropped me off at school, and then prayed, set my room up, got me everything I needed. But they gave me $300 and then bounced. I was at football practice the next day. You know what I'm saying? And then just being out here in a city so big, not knowing anybody, uh, I was good until Sunday. You know, Sundays I used to be homesick. Like I used to be super homesick, you know, because that was a day. I mean, I grew up in the church. We always go to church together, um, come home. You know, me and my dad are sitting around our church socks, watching football. We eat. I take a nap, and then I go play basketball around the corner, uh, you know, at the gym on Sundays. So, you know, and, and I was just, you know, I, I was at a time out here where I wasn't going to church. I wasn't eating home-cooked food. I ain't had no car. I was on campus. You know, it wasn't nobody on campus because, you know, my school is kind of like a community school, TSU, Texas Southern University, shout out. Um, so I know on Sundays I maybe I might have been depressed. You know, just I, I thought I was just homesick. I, I just felt like I was homesick. I just wanted to be home under my family. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't know. I didn't know enough people out here to make it feel like home. And then, you know, after a while, once, you know, I got a car and people I knew, you know, I knew like fam, close family friends moved out here. Um, shout out my cousin Kyla. You know, I used to go over house just to get a home cooked meal on Sunday just so I could feel like I was kind of at home. Even now to this day, sometime on Sunday, I get out of church. Uh, we're not going to watch them Saints. I go to my sister's house. You know, they from Louisiana. Her and her husband, husband from husband from Lafayette. Shout out my my Shout brother out. Eddie. One time. Tidiana. Uh Yeah. And, um, so I go over there just to feel like I'm at home around family. You know what I mean? Just I guess sometimes you know I can see people in the winter months not being around people you love or not having somebody to be around and maybe getting depressed. You know what I mean? Or maybe your mind start ah. Shout out your mind start playing tricks on you. Bush yeah, and you know what? That's <laughs> that that might be you. I'm not gonna say you're lucky, but you're blessed to yes. have that in your life. Some people yeah. don't necessarily have that aspect to where they can go somewhere and feel like home in their life. You 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 can feel that void. You can feel that void with your family that's from Louisiana in yeah. Houston, right? Like. Yeah. Some people might even have friends, but they can't feel that vote. I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly like yeah. how this whole thing works. But all I'm saying yeah. is, it's like, I'm glad you, as my dog, have that, yeah. you know, like to where you know, like you can proactively go and seek out happiness in that. Yeah. Home. I some go holler my boy Aldo Nice. You know, we'll go over there, we'll whoop some white dress and rice dressing up. You know what I'm saying? Just be around. I don't know. It's something about Louisiana to me. You know what I'm saying? You just be around Louisiana. Help me feel like I'm at home sometimes. Cause I mean, Texas is cool. I love it. I'm not going. I can't. I can't live back in Louisiana. Sorry, mm. can't live there. I can't live there. But I need to be around the energy. I guess it is. You know what I mean? I need that energy. Oh no. And it helped me. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's I, you, you in Denver. Special. Yeah, it's, it's a different. It's, it's a different something vibe, special about bro. Louisiana. I want to tell you, like, I gained so much like liking. I don't know if you remember on the Big Sean album, he said, "My dad from Louisiana," or something like that. And that's yeah. the first time. You know how we we're very critical of people that get in other and celebrities' comments and say stupid stuff. The one time yeah. in my life that I got in a celebrity's comments was I heard that man say, "My dad from Louisiana," and I'm like, "Whoa, hold up! Like, hold stop up. the tape! Like, I'm pause this shit." Yeah. 
I get on, I get on, on, I get on, uh, on Google and I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, Big Sean dad, you know, like Big Sean dad, Louisiana. I'm looking, I'm trying to find the right words to see like where exactly Big Sean's origins are coming yeah. from. you right. Couldn't find it. Couldn't find, and this was brand new. So it was when the CD first came out, it's, it might be there now. So a hey, shout out if I got a listener out there that want to tell me exactly where Big Sean's dad is from, just cause I want to know. Uh, yeah. let me know. But I definitely got in that man's, uh, comments and was like, Hey, where you're, where your dad, like, where exactly in Louisiana? He what, never what part, that. boy? Yeah, I want to know. Like, if if yeah. he, if he was like, yeah, my dad's from Monroe, wouldn't you be like, word? Like, yeah. who's your people? Yeah, fuck around, know y'all. I'm, you know what I'm saying that's right. the first thing. You know, that's the first thing. Uh, when you meet somebody from Louisiana, the first thing they want to know who your people is. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like so we really, I like, we really I'm feel like, like we can know, we can know you. Like, we might, we might be cousins. Fuck. Yeah, you just gave me my six degrees of separation to Big Sean. He did. So I never found out. But anyway, that's besides the point. I know how it feels <laughs> when people walk in from Louisiana uh-huh. into the store. I'm, I'm head over heels. Somebody, I yeah. see somebody on the street with a Saints hat out here in Denver. I'm, yeah. I'm going crazy. Like I'm screaming yeah. out who that. If you got yeah. just a NOLA, NOLA shirt on, it don't matter. I'm going crazy. So I know how you feel to get comfort in somebody from your home. Like somebody, because they yeah. know what it is, you know? Yeah, especially when you, you know, you out of state, you don't know that many people, you know what I mean? And it, like I said, it's just something about being around that energy, man. I don't, ain't trying to knock on anybody else or knock to Texas, you know what I'm saying? I love Texas. I've been here 18 years now, you know what I'm saying? But it, it always feels good to be around somebody from that boot, bro. I don't know. I don't know what it is, bro. It's, the, it's something about the energy, dog. I don't know. I feel you. You know, it's a nice, it's a nice conversation that we having yeah so open up the doors to uncle smooth's cabin open up the cabin door open open up the cabin door man what are you looking at uncle smooth's cabin chicken and giblets are over there or else y'all just become another log in uncle smooth's cabin i don't have nothing former i'm sure people can tell by whenever i write a uncle smooth's cabin it's it's scripted I'll write it down mm-hmm. just to give you a little sneak peek into that. But I didn't write anything down. I just wanted to tell you a very, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Uh, both aspects of it. Los, we're going to talk about this after because you're going to have some things to say. I want to know how you feel about this story. So gotcha. I'm at work the other day and I'm saying, I'm saying what races these people are because it's important to the story. So Asian lady pulls into this parking lot in parking spot. Can't. And she pulled into the parking spot um, very crooked. Very, very crooked. Mm. This black dude pulls next to her and straightened the line. So she couldn't get out of the car. Or so she said, and I'm sorry, she couldn't get out of the parking spot. So what did she do? She called the police. <laughs> she called the police. <laughs> so this dude walks in and he like, hey, I need some help. Um... You know, and just to let you know, like I'm having a crazy day. This lady outside is calling the police on me right now. It's just crazy. Like she just saying she can't get out. But look at how we how we park. Turns out she actually can get out. But she just being difficult. Mm-hmm. So you know, he all loud telling the story, what happened, their interaction and whatnot. And he ends up getting called. So he went over to the other side of the uh of the of the store, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here the Asian lady come in. They, they, he he with uh he with somebody over there. You know I don't know who he was with. I don't know who was taking care of the dude. But Asian lady walk in, and this is my rendition of the Asian lady. Where he at? She said, <laughs> Where he at? He, I called the police. All right, look, I found him. 
Let me see. <laughs> and so he walks, she walks, this Asian lady walks up to the dude and goes, I, I got the police on the phone. They want to know what you got on. They want to <laughs> know what you're wearing. In which the brother responds with the most Medea-esque response. Ma'am, leave me alone. Leave me alone. This is harassment. I love that. I love whenever, you know, I don't even know what to call it, but I love whenever you just put emphasis on certain letters in a word. This Why is you harassment. made that man sound like a big African? <laughs> Go ahead. That, harassment. That's what he did. He said it like that. This is harassment, yeah. ma'am. Get away from me. Leave me alone. And he like, you know, beating on his hand. Like, you know, like making like, I don't know if he's making some sort of fist, some sort of slapping noise with both of his hands. It was funny to me. Yeah. And of course, I got this white lady in front of me. And so I'm trying not to make eye contact with her because I didn't want her to look at me and like raise up her eyebrows like, you see? You see how y'all niggas be acting? I didn't want her to do no shit like that because then it would have been an issue at my desk too. So I just kept eye contact. I kept, I kept no eye contact with her. Okay. And then he goes, this dude is loud too. Like, I mean, you know, inside, not inside voice. Like he wasn't just like, hey man, leave me alone. Like I don't want to have nothing to do with this. Like he was loud. Mm -hmm. And he goes... It's a shame that a black man can't just walk down the road and not have the police called on him. <laughs> and then he got mad at he got mad at my coworker and walked out. I don't know what my coworker did, but he got he just got mad at everybody and just walked out. Mm -hmm. So that's the end of my story. You can go ahead and close the doors. On. He walked out of the doors to Uncle Smooth Cabin, and <laughs> okay. I want to know how you feel about that. That I want to know what you would have done in that situation. Oh, that that burns my boot in. Uh, <laughs> me in that situation, I'm not I'm not speaking to you no more. You a little old lady who can't drive, obviously, and you gonna tell him what I got on. I would like tell him I ain't got on nothing. I got on a birthday suit, and I'd have walked out. Like I I I definitely would have shook the scene before the laws came. I'm not staying around for the police to come shoot me in my face over a lady who can't drive. Because really, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. As a black man, you always damn near guilty before proving innocent. You know what I'm saying? Like you're guilty first. You have to prove that you're not. You know, prove that you're not guilty. You know what I'm saying? So it, when you talking about calling the police with me, you got me. I'm out. I'm not staying. I don't care. I could be all the way in the right, all the way in the right. I just, I'm just not gonna take that chance because you never know who gonna pull up in that car. So you would have shipped the saying? spot. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have left. I wouldn't even win the store. When she's been like, I'm calling the police and she pick up a phone call, I'm leaving. I don't want I don't want that. I mean, it's just for me Would you have carried on with your with your chores? Like would you have carried on with what you set out to do? Or would you, you would, like, have, so would you have gone to another store? I would have skipped that one, that chore and went to another one that came back. You would have came, <laughs> came back and done it. I'd have came back or something. I, I just would have left the situation. You talking about calling the police on me as a black man, I mean I mean uh, the results show, you know. I, percentages show that we we gonna take the we gonna take the L, you know nine maybe eight out of ten times, you know. I think it just for me I just don't want to deal with the headache, man. I yeah. just don't want to do it because I mean my thing is too. After a while you keep doing that, I know I'm right. You're gonna piss me off, and that that definitely don't help the situation. You know what I mean? So instead of me but getting mad, I'm going to Asian. Yeah, still that'll piss me off too. Asian, you damn near white. <laughs> Your eyes just little. That's it. No, nah, I'm just stopping. <laughs> That's still good, huh? <laughs> but, but you're still white. You know what I'm saying? I mean, they still think they're better than us. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I, I just I just would have left the situation and went on. Maybe I went and got, did another chore 
and came back or went to another store because you know they got cell phone stores you know three minutes away from each other so you know i i definitely would uh you know once i yeah. realized that she really called the police i'd have left man i don't i don't want that so That's yeah two much. things i don't work at a cell phone store cool um and oh, the other thing is yeah. is i feel you i feel you I, like i i, I probably would have left as well uh, the type of store I work at, there's other ones. So I'd have probably went, just went to a different one. Um, yeah. I feel, I feel you on that one. Like, I just would have went yeah. to another place. Like, I, I just, I didn't, I guess I'm going to just chalk it up to vibes. I didn't get good vibes at this place. Um, I don't, I wouldn't have been in the store hollering. I'd have just been, nah, you know, I probably would have just left. I, but the dude, but it was funny though. It just was funny because I feel like <laughs> yeah. that dude took his opportunity to go mm-hmm. full fledged like Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, Farrakhan, Martin Luther King, like he just full fledged let these people know how they be treating us out here. Like this yeah. is what I got to deal with. I want y'all to know yeah. how it feels to be a black man, and I want everybody to know that shit. And I'm not necessarily yeah. saying that that's a bad thing. I just know that I wouldn't do it. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, and the thing about it too is you still lose because nobody knows the the backstory to it if you didn't tell them. So if, if if I just walked in that store and he says that, it's still like a black man that yelling at a little Chinese lady. <laughs> but, no, but I'll be but I'll be honest with you. I will be honest with you. The way that that little lady walked into the store, that man was. Oh, she walked in, in with in the, the beef that, like that. She walked in with the beef with the. I got the police on the phone. The way that she walked in, and and was like just very very. She was kind of aggressive. And like, uh-huh. tell I, he, what you the police want to know what you have on. Like, hey, that's weird. Like, how you gonna come and ask me what I have on? Like, get away from yeah. me. And that's what yeah. that man said. So cool. I probably would have. I probably would have been like, hey, like, leave me alone. And then if she was still pushing, I'd have, I'd have bounced, like you said. Yeah. But yeah. I wouldn't. Have, I would not have made a big stir. But I will tell you, if I was just a fly on the wall, or if I was like an unbiased ear, I would have mm-hmm. said to myself, damn, that's a crazy black dude. But that's a crazy Asian lady too. But that black dude didn't do shit. That dude yeah. just been chilling in here, like he wasn't he wasn't talking loud at first or nothing. But as soon as this lady mm-hmm. walked in there talking about, you know, and he talking about, hey, you did me something, and he was like, ma'am, look, I didn't do you anything. Like, can you please just leave me alone? Like, I didn't do you nothing. Like, if I see somebody doing that, talking about like, hey, leave me alone, I'm most likely gonna yeah. go with that person that's talking about on that person's you know? side. Yeah, I can see that. On the flip side, I, I will tell you that um, my dad, my dad used to work in uh, Washington D.C., and there was a mm-hmm. person that pickpocketed somebody right in front of him oh and the dude felt it and they had a cop standing right there as well and so uh-huh. he was like oh shit hey hey this dude just stole my wallet and the dude uh-huh. that stole the wallet of course he's smooth he a con artist he was like yo i don't know what this dude is talking about like please sir <laughs> like i don't know what this dude is talking about like can this can you please get this guy like can you please get this guy to leave me alone mm-hmm. so on the flip side dude may have done something wrong i don't know but I'm pretty sure he didn't, so I would have probably bounced like you would have. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, uh, the laws in black people that for me, and just don't get lost, especially when they're called. If you don't have anybody on your side saying, no, like that security guard uh, at the club, the guy wanted to be a police officer all his life, uh, end up getting shot. Uh, somebody was shooting at the club or, or had a fight at the club. Uh, he told dudes to leave. They got upset at him. I forgot what state this was in, but um, they got upset at him. He made him leave. Dude said, okay, you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. He dude went and got his gun, started shooting. The security officer exchanged. He had a, he was likes to have to carry. Exchanged fire with the guy. Apprehended the dude who was shooting at the club. Officer pulls up. 
all he sees is a black man with another with his foot on another black man with a gun pointed at him. You know, he starts screaming and hollering to do the security guy, put your gun down, put your gun down. Everybody around him said, Hey, hey, no, no, no. He's a good guy. You know, he stopped that boy. He was shooting, you know what I'm saying? You know, whoop the whoop the whoop. He ended up killing the security guard. <laughs> ended up killing that man. All the man all, everybody all his friends said all the man wanted to do was be a police officer. All his life, all he ever talked about was being a police officer. He just apprehended the suspect. Instead of just kind of, I mean, I understand you're, you're a law man. You hear, you know, shots fired, shots fired at a, a club that probably, you know, is kind of notorious for those things. I guess I'm not, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. But all you hear shots fired, shots fired at a club. You know, you come, I guess you come in on 10. But yeah, they end up shooting that man. So I, when it comes to the cops being called on me, because I just feel like you never know what situation you're going to be in when they're called, you know, when, when they get there. So say she called the laws on him and, they they roll up, they outside fussing. She going back, he, they going back and forth. Law man roll up, see a black man fussing with a little Asian lady. Who are he gonna jump on? Yeah, <laughs> you, you 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 got a point. So like I said, I'm I'm with you. I'm probably getting out of there uh, before the, before them laws show up. So I For feel sure. you on that. For sure, man. What we got up next, well, Rock Smooth? Well, you know what we got up next. What we got? We got the shout outs. We got the shout outs. I want to shout out to I want to shout out to all of our loyal listeners. Please, For please, sure. please give us a like, comment, anything, anything yeah. that you could give us. Just some love. Like appreciate all the love that people have shown and all of the future love that we're gonna get. Believe that. Uh, Go to all the social people. media. You know, it's Best Friend Weekend everywhere. BMW Pod, Twitter. Go go on all our social media. Follow, like, comment on YouTube. Let us know what's in. Oh, two Blackbuster uh, videos just dropped. I believe they dropped. They should be out. Are they coming? I think. Uh, I saw. Gonna look out for that. I saw. I uh, I saw you got to pick it, and it was somebody bumping, bumped and rump. Like I never heard of that song before, but it was funny. You never it heard of the Pumps in a Bump with MC Hammer? Pumps in a Bump. Nope, never heard Pump it. Boy. Like uh, I was very, very skeptical. Like when I was watching it, and I was like, "Is MC Hammer and Deion Sanders one? Are they the same person?" <laughs> I didn't know that was the same exact person, and then I was like, uh, "Pump, this uh, them boys was like hooking up or something." You know, I didn't know what was going on. Nah. So, uh, <laughs> nah, bro, that that that, that video was the, probably one of the funniest videos I've ever. Even as a little kid, I saw. I was like, "Man, this dude is wild with the little European cut thong thing." It just was weird with them. With the, I got with a request. The, what's up? I got a request for Blackbuster video. Do something from BET. Do something from BET Uncut. Hmm. Give me something like ain't nothing like money in a Ziploc bag. Uh huh. Uh huh. Give me something <laughs> like that. Okay. I, I, you know, Give me something raunchy. Give me something low budget. Some okay. Okay. We we gonna definitely keep that in mind, man. We got a lot more coming. We are gonna try to um try to get them out weekly. Uh, you know, schedules going crazy right now. Uh, holidays up. You know, people with their family. Uh, shout out to boy Aldo Nice. He should be at home coming right this now. This podcast is brought to you by Aldo Nice. Definitely. Shout out. Um, just keep up with the Best Friend Weekend Network, man. We, we working over here. For sure. Well, stay up in this lonely season or stay down in this uh, cuddle season, whatever you, however you feel it. <laughs> and, uh, and we out. <laughs> wow.